0: F C Radio One, the Debonair Film Hour, films and shit. Welcome to the Debonair Film Hour. Get your cigars and brandy and tune in for a host of conversations of films and why they're artful.
1: So Peter, we're starting with I have seen and I have not seen. Yes, a quiet place. Did you watch the trailer? I didn't watch
0: anything about it, man. That's how this thing works. Oh, okay. I, I thought you were gonna watch the trailer. <laughs> no, gotta, not, just, no, no, no. So you got it. What you gotta do is you gotta watch the trailer. Okay. So do you know anything about it? Did you read the Wikipedia? Did you read no. the synopsis?
1: Nothing. I've got nothing.
0: Yeah. So it's weird. It's it's like. Uh, this post-apocalyptic movie where these monsters emerge you don't really get where or how they emerged but basically they they're blind and they have super amazing hearing uh, and so basically you have to be super quiet or they okay. fucking rip you open like a can opener like they have these weird like arms that are super sharp and they like just you know okay destroy anything so the people are like it's the first time I've actually seen a movie where they use sign language, but it oh. wasn't because they were d- because it, it wasn't because they were deaf. That's I mean, an one interesting of the characters. Thing.
1: Wow. Okay. One I of see. the
0: characters That's is deaf in the movie, which I thought that was actually pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. And so she really wants to hear because like she wants to hear what she's doing. If mm-hmm. so she's too loud, then the fucking monsters come. Like oh shit, I see. There's a scene. Yeah, in the very beginning of the movie, there's like this tragedy because. You know, they have this thing that makes too much noise, and, you know, Mm -hmm. something terrible happens. But anyway, you know, it's such an interesting movie nowadays, right? Like, it's just good social commentary. Mm -hmm. It seems like you can't say a thing nowadays, you know? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Like,. Like, you know, the government could have weaponized uh, Antifa into these monsters, right? And, uh, you know These Shredders. The minute you say anything they the shredders come, right? And everyone's just like shh <laughs> like using sign language to spout their political opinions. Right? <laughs> like it's like uh, the, a PC place. Um, I the see other, it. yeah. yeah. It's it's a a, a quiet PC place. Yeah. <laughs> somewhat. Is the, is the name of the film actually? It's it's a quiet, PC place. You're like, all right, all right, very nice. You know, okay, and the guys, just okay. like hello, and then you know what happens is the monsters get triggered. <laughs> yeah. That's what happens. Any okay, form so uh, of discourse so, above any form of discourse above a whisper is considered a microaggression. <laughs> <laughs> Twenty hertz to harass right, man, right, right. Yeah. So like your alarm oh, yeah. goes off, you know. Um, but yeah so the, the other interesting thing is they actually used A Quiet Place part of the trailer and you know when mm-hmm. you first go to, into movies and they have the the advertisement for like don't be a Tommy texter or like yeah. don't be a Sally explainer whatever yeah. they didn't have that they just had the monsters and it's like enjoy the movie and then like you know like they used A Quiet Place as a way to be like shut the fuck up <laughs> you know <laughs> And you know what was interesting is that was the quietest quietest movie theater I've ever been in in my life. Everyone that was do. so okay. damn
1: everyone was <laughs> so quiet.
0: Good. Like you you didn't even hear people eating popcorn. I feel like subconsciously that ad worked. I think they just think the movie theater is part of the world of
1: the film in some weird fucked up way. And they're like... "Oh, yeah, God, some well, yeah,
0: Because they, they sort of used the the trailer to break the fourth wall. They did. Like they, I, I can't remember what the text was, but it's just like... Uh, oh yeah, no, it was people... In, they, they had a scene where people were in the movie theater and they were trying to eat really slowly. And then yeah. one guy eats popcorn too loud and then he gets snatched out of his seat. Dude, that's setting a low bar.
1: Oh my God. You just have to eat one piece of yeah, popcorn wrong and you're shredded? Oh dude.
0: Well he he was like it <laughs> was like a he was like too loud. And then yeah. So <laughs> that's 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 sad, man. That's crazy. Yeah.
1: But so, I mean it was sort of what happens at the it end of the film, though, man? Like, what happens?
0: You want me to just... Okay, so yeah, just spoil it? it. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I'll just nuke it. Yeah, right. yeah, nuke so it. So, what happens is the deaf girl, she has a hearing aid, and the hearing aid interferes with the alien's ears. Okay. All right. But you don't get to find out what happens. Okay, but like it's, the girls, the girls' like, deafness
1: ends up being a positive thing. That that's basically yeah, it. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right. I see the little turn but, there. So
0: so, but like the the whole beginning of the movie is them like there's so many scenes of the main character, the lead, the father figure, just uh-huh. shaking and going. <laughs> there's like twenty of those. Like there's so many, and then there's like scenes of her like quietly doing laundry, yeah. them quietly eating dinner. It's like fuck, I get yeah. it. But then toward, just at the very end of the movie, they have, like, a face-off of the aliens, yeah. but it's, like, you don't even get to see what happens. It's, like, she finds out, like, the other thing that's annoying is you find out why the what the, the weakness of the aliens is before the characters in the film do.
1: Well, that sounds frustrating, man. But, like, this is well, that, what that's, I'm... that's I'm, I'm going to fucking yeah. watch this movie, though. But I'm also interested yeah. in the sound design, how, like, the world was created as quiet as it
0: needed to be. You know, that seems like well, a cool they fucking check it out. Uh, the guy put this sand everywhere, and they wear bare feet. That oh, was actually brilliant. cool. And the establishing wow. the establishing shot is, like, you see them in this run-down town, no one there. Mm-hmm. And the first thing you notice is they're wearing bare feet. Ooh. and that really you know explains Ooh. a lot so they have yeah. some cool elements there mm-hmm. but it's mm-hmm. like it should have the timeline of the film should have extended the ending like 40 minutes mm-hmm. and cut that from the be- cut that from the beginning because there's a lot of setup mm-hmm. and then it doesn't like it, it's just like this domestic drama mm-hmm. and then they have like some thriller bits but like they could have easily had the standoff with the aliens would have been so much more interesting
1: yeah maybe they like, didn't have know, the budget if, I was, the, a I, well, if I was in it had a 17 million dollar in budget that world
0: wow that's a low
1: budget though in a boxed office yeah, a uh budget. 92 million boom there you go man fucking yeah nice little lot. horror movie ah yo so that's fucking cool so i think i'm gonna check that shit out man now that well, i know the, plot the and everything. perfect time yeah yeah everybody's got to be so quiet so shh so, yeah. like, I recently saw uh, the, the next film. It kind of looks a little bit like uh, A Quiet Place is A Cure for Wellness, which is this, uh, the guy who yeah, did yeah, fucking, uh, what is it,
0: Pirates of the Caribbean
1: and shit, and it's got that oh, da- you know Dane DeHaan. Yeah.
0: What's with okay, just just to just to reverse segue for a second. Yeah. You know what You know what the alternate title for that film could have been? What? A, a Quiet Place? What? A Quiet PC Space. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's, it's got the same vibe to go. it yeah it's got the same rhythm. oh yeah
0: same story same fucking story. it's the exact same
1: it's the exact right. same
0: so, so anyway cure. yeah cure for wellness, wellness yeah
1: yeah gore verbinski so what do you think it Dude I thought it was a crazy movie But that Dane DeHaan was miscast Everything he tries to do other than being A snarky little dude in Chronicle It just doesn't seem like it works real well On my end for the acting But like the story oh, the itself is character? really cool Yeah Dane DeHaan man he's, he, he doesn't Let's play the these characters guy? Well I think he's Trying to replace fucking Leonardo DiCaprio It being like kind of like the rich white guy You know what is it kind of like
0: Oh was DiCaprio supposed to do that one
1: well, what I'm saying is he's he's trying to fit that role as like kind of like this, the rich white guy, but he's not pulling it right. off well. And to me, it just kind of like
0: well, sucked he, the he love out of it. Bit, he looked a bit jaded in that film, yeah. Yeah. Like he, he sort he, of he not have the same... Yeah, that's Got true. It. I like the scenery in that movie a lot.
1: Yeah, dude. I, it made me get into amazing castles and
0: shit. (laughs) Yeah. And the the other thing though, like it's like, come on, man. Like after the second time, like you, you get like weirded out about the water. Like it's like, how (laughs) did it take him that long? Like, okay. Just normal situation. Okay. You're at somebody's house.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, no. Okay. so normal situation. You're at someone's house. Mm -hmm. If they offer you water more than two times, Mm -hmm. you start to think that something's wrong right (laughs) yeah here have some water no no i'm fine five minutes later oh you sure you don't want some water no no no, i'm okay suspicious do you want some water what the fuck's in the water yeah like this is like some fucking creepy shit now like anytime more than two and the guy offers him water like it's like uh fucking no green eggs and ham Like, would you like green eggs in ham? No, Samurai. I'm like, would you like some water here nor there? No, I would not like it anywhere. Would you like water underground? No, I would not like it. The eels are found. You know, like, it's like,
1: ooh, not bad. Nice, nice, nice. But, okay, so there's one thing in here that I really did enjoy, and I'm glad I watched it. Probably, it's just like one of the best songs I've ever heard is in this movie. And it's during this great scene where this this main uh, female character, Dane DeHaan's, like, love interest, I guess, is at this bar. And uh, she starts dancing to the song on the jukebox, and it's this song called Oh yeah, that Spliff. weird. Oh my god, man! Punk German punk one. Yeah, it's like German, like uh, it's by Bilderbuch yeah. or whatever. It means coloring book in German. They're from Austria. This band, and like man, this jam is fucking on point, man. And it's like weird German well, like definitely... techno.
0: It's oh so yeah. good. Yeah it definitely had that uh cool that was one of the most interesting scenes in the film with this yep. coll- collision of worlds mm-hmm. right you have these like poor german villager punks yeah and you have these like elitist baroness daughter and yeah. just how much vit- vitriolic hatred they have yeah towards each- well that them- not not so much her because she's very innocent but like mm-hmm. them towards her yeah and it's like this barn and that like they're playing Ramstein before oh it's dude just, like really yeah. intense the soundtrack is that was good. a good scene yeah they could have done more with like i feel like a lot of that movie was sort of overstuffed they didn't really know where the story was going and yeah, they had I see too many this. things going on so yeah. they had the main thing as being the conflict between the villagers and the the actual you know people running the place yeah then but, you know maybe that would have made it more interesting. I don't know.
1: But the the whole thing, I, I get what you mean, and I think it's because it's bogged down with the whole uh, impetus to get there, which is like he has to find that one member of his business, his like boss or whatever, and that subplot drags out way too long and it goes nowhere. So what I'm saying well, is it's like the golden fleece. But it just it's like just the, done the- poorly, oh. and I think that drags down the film a little bit
0: yeah well there's there's you know like every film usually has to have one central thing to it right so like mm-hmm. the screenwriting book i'm reading they have a couple of them one is like the monster in the house so that's like mm-hmm. every ghost film every monster movie anaconda jaws all that supernatural films or or like movies like panic room like anything mm-hmm. where like you're in this space and some threat is is coming in the space and you have to find a way to vanquish or destroy the threat. Mm -hmm. Any film like that is, they call it monster in the house. Okay. Right. And and the house can be, you know, any anywhere or it can be outside. It doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. So that's one. There's another one, which is like all the uses of a MacGuffin is Mm -hmm. called the golden fleece or mm-hmm. like the Iliad story where they're mm-hmm. going to get the object or get the person and bring them back. Yeah. Like what, what happens is, and then there's other ones like genie in a bottle is another example where this, this person's been uh, bestowed with magical powers or uh, a magical ability or some sort of awesome uh, advantage over everyone else. So like, click, I get that, uh, yeah. you know, <laughs> uh liar, liar. You notice Jim Carrey has every movie he's done is a genie in the bottle, like 23, liar liar that's the true mask uh well, that's true sure, uh, like yeah, you know, pretty much yeah. every single one is the same archetypes right yeah, yeah i get that so this this movie was the golden fleece but it was also genie in the bottle in the sense that y- you can have a movie where it, you're not bestowed with the great power you're, you're actually bestowed with a great curse so yeah. it can go the other way too. But when you have two sort of meta struct narrative structures but that Peter, are fighting for attention. But I also attention.
1: think Monster in the House applies to this as well, right? Cuz there's the whole leeches right. and stuff. So there's like three in fact. Like there's a lot going on here.
0: Well, no, I think I think the leeches are are part of that like uh, genie in the bottle. It's like this negative curse. and and you know the Well, yeah, I, I guess the leeches yeah. be the Monster in the House. Yeah. Absolutely. But they y- definitely y- There's haunt. so many there's so many elements that are fighting and vying for attention. And a like, yeah. Plus you don't you like, why would you introduce the protagonist as a sociopath that's not <laughs> likable? You <laughs> that's to true. care about the story, you have to identify with someone. Who are you identifying with? You know who you identify with the most in the entire film? Is a guy who dies from a stroke in the beginning. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh he
0: yeah, I remember the yeah. most yeah he's possibly the most human and likable character in the film and he like, dies a nice re- family yeah. man who's like working hard and just trying to support his kids he dies of a heart attack and that's just straight up sociopaths and fucking incest like crazy uh, psychos and yeah. then these like rich insane people and then like german punks <laughs> that are also psychos and then this complicit driver who's like helping this whole feud industry. Like, there's yeah. no likable characters in that in a whole entire movie, except for maybe the girl. But the girl, yeah, you, she's like she's a, kind of. A I was going to say. So you you don't really. That, it's it, it's more. It's more pity. Like you feel mm-hmm. bad for her. Yeah. It's not like oh she's awesome. It's like, oh shit, she's fucked up. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. but you, you kind of have to have, you kind of have to have admiration to to have that likability. There's like no admiration. The likeable, yeah, the only respectable character died in the first five minutes of the film. Respectable, I like. I like likable.
1: Yeah, that was a well, funny likeable, intro, though. What, <laughs> respectable, is. Is like, but <laughs> everyone else is. <laughs> no
0: respect anywhere else in this film but uh, like the dawn but then you know it, it really took like a dark turn like it was kind of weird it was kind of weird and I was into it and then it was like okay like they're they're putting all the bodies in the aquifers and these eels like they just it was like fucking Guillermo del Toro with the eggs it's like okay I get it there's eels
1: it's like, beautiful though so man.
0: many. it's fucking yeah, crazy the cool. eels are just fucking ravishing like the, the bodies in the mine Ugh. and then it was like the then the guy goes, and he's trying to, like, you know, like, rape his, his, like, daughter or something. Yeah, that was, like, there's the like, other oh, monster. Yes. Jesus Christ, there's two men. Fucking. Well, then he rips off his face, and he's, like, the swamp monster from <laughs> Shape of Water. It's, like, fucking this green, like, freak.
1: <laughs> you like, oh, <laughs>
0: well, yeah. Eat like, fucking head know? off. And, yeah. and then... And then they like burn him, and then the, the whole building burns down. And then it's like, okay, the end of the movie, too, was so shit where they just like, they okay, ride right off, back right? Here, you come back here, and then he's like, Lockhart! <laughs> what? And then smirks and then, and keeps biking. Oh, well, like, I remember they so keep hacky. biking. Uh, I can't no, it was that. so hacky. It's like, get out of the car now! Lockhart! Lockhart! Oh, yeah, I remember. Yeah, he did. Was, he's just, he's like, like, fuck you, baseball. I don't need I, you guys. Oh, yeah, okay. I like face facepalm.ed like, What is the guy gonna do? What is he gonna do? Like his mom's dead. He doesn't have any. He doesn't have anyone. He's in fucking Switzerland. These, he's got like, that German girl, pop. though. He's like got her on the back of his the motorcycle. The punks want to kill him, and then they he's got do. This, like ice, he's got like this isolate child who like fucking barely has a conception of language. That's true. You know, but he's, like, It seems like but, they're gonna.
1: They've got a bright future least hopeful yeah a little bit of hope at the
0: end of that not too bad well it seems like a lot of these sort of movies like uh you know same same with shutter island and uh there's a couple other ones that sort of fit in the same thing where it's like you discover this conspiracy it's so hard to end them right yeah
1: it's like, i feel
0: like that's the most challenging part it's like with shutter island i don't feel like it they you know they, they kind of played around oh is he crazy is not crazy yeah i, don't, I can't even remember how it ended but like It seems like those are really hard movies to try and create a finale to.
1: Okay, I got an idea for you. We were going to talk about, uh, this is a good segue into Source Code. Remember you were talking about Source Code? And I think a big part of that movie is that crazy fucking finale that makes no sense whatsoever. You know what I'm
0: saying? Remember that? It was a good movie. I think it it made sense.
1: What, that it creates an uh, an entirely new reality? (laughs) Just out of nowhere? Just like, boop. There you go everything all packaged up
0: everything's cool well so so i think that like okay so the base, based on like i'm i based on the reality of the film like inside like if if we go inside the film and what it purports and the like, use, not using like objective logic but using the logic within the premises presented in the film mm-hmm. they didn't present they didn't present the what do they call it this the source code is 8 minutes But they didn't present it as a simulation within a computer. They Mm -mm. presented it as, like, a wormhole or something to a reality that only exists for eight minutes.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but it's the whole thing with the Jake Gyllenhaal. Doesn't something happen to him where he is, like, in that person's consciousness or whatever? Like, he's there forever? He, like, replaces that person
0: just completely?
1: (laughs) Which is so fucked up.
0: (laughs) Well, so... Well, no, but the person dies anyway. Or, no, he doesn't. He just took over his life. Yeah, yeah that's pretty fucked up. That's pretty fucked up, dude. What do you think well, yeah, about I that? Mean, like- well you know they're gonna have like a scene like you know like you you have the title card three months later and he's gonna yeah. be out getting a bagel or something and people are like hey hey James hey man what the hell we were supposed to go skiing and he's be like oh fuck and he's like with some other girl he's like what, what happened to your wife you got kids they, she, well, she couldn't afford the, like they, they, they had to foreclose the house like they're on food stamps and, it's just like, and he's just like, oh, wow, I feel like a dick. <laughs> yeah. You know? it's it a like, you, gotta, uh, you gotta man up, man. You need to take some responsibility here. Yeah, you he know? saved he's the like, world, but whatever.
1: Yeah. He saved Chicago. Fucking Jake Jilly saves Chicago. But see,
0: from a narrative point of view, that's just too complicated. So they're like, mm-hmm. fuck that. We can just not deal with that shit. I mean, it's okay. I you mean, it's, it's a great, it's a nice, cute
1: ending. You're like, oh, that me, oh, happy, happy, but from a I don't know if you look it, a little like it, deeper it was, at it yeah
0: they they were trying to do this soppy sentimentality thing but I don't think sometimes when they do it it's like really like okay but this yeah. one was just it was just before the line I could see a couple of those lines <laughs> in the did, I was like oh come on come on that's fucking stupid Sinbad was like, in it yeah wasn't he in that Or like, Russell? who is who is, who is it? Russell you know, Peters? Russell Peters. I didn't get that at all. That was no. so fucking weird. It's I like, bet you can't
1: I make think, these guys laugh. <laughs>
0: yeah. Wow, dude, no, come it's, on. It's like, was he blowing somebody or like, did his manager like put him attached to the script? Like, was he like, you know, <laughs> he's like the, he's the proverbial foie gras being shoved or the, the goose feed being shoved down the throat. Yeah, of the producer. Yeah. You know? And you have to pay just, Russell Peters. <laughs> but it's it's like what was the angle there? Is he trying to get into acting? Cuz going in a film and playing yourself isn't acting. He was playing
1: himself. I thought he was just playing like kind of like a well, got, version okay. he's, of himself. He's
0: playing He's playing a generic comedian. Yeah. But that's like you that's like that's not acting, chops. No, like, that's not acting chops. Okay, no. Just, He played the exact same thing how he normally is. The only difference is they didn't say Russell Peters. That's (laughs) That's exactly what it was. They didn't. Yeah, it wasn't what it was. It was like, but it was stupid because it's like, okay, if you're gonna do a cameo, do a fucking cameo. But if you're gonna do a role, then do a role. Why are you? Why are you playing a a comedian, right? And and how does that help the story? I don't think so it held the story
1: too much. I mean, it was a touching moment when everyone was like, oh, yeah, okay, he's laughing, he's making everyone laugh, everyone's happy. But other than that, it
0: was useless. Man, that was the biggest dope moment. It was just like a bunch of dopes like, oh, is you know, like <laughs> that think that's like, think that's touching, and they like, you know, it's like Homer Simpson would like cry watching that. You it's know? a good and moment, like, man. It swells. Oh. It, it doesn't like i don't know I, I i was not about it i was like you were not you're about still. it because it oh man well, it, just, it's it's it shatters all reality they're talking about like space space and time and physics and mm. like changing timelines and then you have some schlub doing dating jokes <laughs> and you know, fucking every people like clapping and shoving their face full like popcorn you're just like what the hell this is a completely different like that's fine if they had a movie about that schlubby sort of stuff <laughs> within the reality of that film would make sense but they're putting two polar elements they're sh- like shoving them together you have this it's super like a- high intensity <laughs> sci-fi like, oh, and then God. you have this schlubby fucking soppy bullshit yeah in- like together
1: It's like two movies met paths in a train you know like one's kind of like this B level comedy starring Russell Peters and then the other one's an action drama starring Jake action
0: drama thriller and comedy (laughs) schlubby fucking bullshit (laughs) and you're like this is like a bad date between two themes it's like a tinder date like a horrible tinder date of two sub two different movies that are put together that are so different yeah
1: I've watched this with Liam Neeson in it too I was just thinking that It'd be, this is kind of. Oh, movie. Oh yeah,
0: yeah, definitely. But dude, th- this is a Liam Neeson movie. Any dude, yeah. So you know what the formula is? What's a the okay? formula? The formula <laughs> is transportation plus danger plus Liam Neeson.
1: <laughs> plus but it's got to be mission too. There's got to be mission involved in there.
0: He's well, always no, gotta. but I mean it. It doesn't matter. It's but this this is the formula of every single one transportation plus danger plus Liam Neeson because every movie is like okay he's on an airplane and he discovers a conspiracy and there's mm-hmm. danger and he saves mm-hmm. everybody or he's on a train mm-hmm. and he's a commuter <laughs> on a train and then there's a dangerous conspiracy <laughs> and then he fucking does the thing <laughs> haha and he saves the people or he's uh, uh, his, his daughter gets kidnapped yeah. and he has to travel to Europe he's on an airplane again and he's in a car and he's going to save his daughter and there's danger Conspiracy. Oh wait, <laughs> he's on an airplane, and there's a dangerous conspiracy because the airplane crashes, and the danger is with the wolves. And then he uh. saves one person. The Gray was actually the best Liam Neeson movie I've seen. That is a great one. Well, no, no, because it's much. it's like it's it's actually a survival story, and it's mm-hmm. it's not really a thriller. He's being stalked by the wolves, but it's it's like you actually get to see a a deeper level of vulnerability in Liam Neeson, you know? Like, I might actually die up here, you know?
1: Yeah, you really suffer for him. But I think this is a good segue. I think we've talked a lot about the movies today in the Debonair Film Hour. But the Liam Neeson discussion is going to continue on next week as we are going to watch The Commuter and get back to you on uh, the whole Liam Neeson train. (laughs) No pun intended. Liam Neeson is on
0: public transportation. (laughs) And there's... A terrorist, <laughs> probably. I don't know anything about it yet. Liam Neeson is on a longboard in Santa Monica. <laughs> All right. Well, when a when a plane crashes into the pier, in <laughs> the pier, Myrtle Beach, Myrtle Beach. And Liam Neeson. So I have a very particular set of skills that include skateboarding. Go. <laughs> like, oh. Liam Neeson is a skater punk in. Santa Monica Pier. <laughs> oh, that's a good
1: start. I'm going a little crazy. All right, we'll tune in next week to get all that good fun.
0: <laughs> that was the Debonair Film Hour. Until next time, I'll be say. Film food for the mind that was KFC Radio 1's
1: Debonair Film Hour.